Hey, Matthew, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I'm curious, you know, with the NBA stopping uh, play and with the Jacob Blake shooting just, and it's unfortunate that we have to keep asking you these types of questions, but what were the conversations like with the team uh, during that period of time over the past couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. Um, without, without going into too much detail about those conversations, I would say that they were productive. Um, I think it's been a, a, a time for our team to really come together and grow as we learn one another. Uh, we learn about each other's experiences growing up and each other's experiences in America. And I think that that has been very meaningful and powerful for our team when you, when you consider what we're trying to accomplish here, and that is uh, bringing a group of individuals together to become one. I think understanding um, one another's backgrounds and experiences is an important part of that process. Uh, I remember talking, uh, Devin and Jason McCourty did a WebEx with us uh, shortly after that. And I mean, you're around them more than we are, but hearing their tone and hearing the McCourty's use the term hopeless and they seemed really down. Did you see that, you know, looking into your teammates' eyes and talking to them and how strange is it for them to be impacted uh, in that way by anything, but especially something like this? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll say this. Those are two of the finest men I've, I've come across in my life. And um, that goes for inside and outside of football. Uh, they're men of purpose and passion. They give a lot of thought to the things that they say and do. They operate out of a place of love and understanding and caring. And certainly there, there are a lot of people that are hurting right now for a lot of different reasons. And I've said it before, the sin of racism is one that has plagued mankind, unfortunately, for a long time. And as I, as I said, I believe it's a heart issue. So, you know, you, you can look at it and at times it can feel like uh, there's no end in sight. And I understand people feeling that way and uh, feeling stuck, so to speak. But for me, I think it's always important to remind myself of the hope of the gospel. And, you know, as, as long as, as Christ is on his throne, as far as I'm concerned, I always have hope. So, and I know that those guys feel that same way. But again, it's tough. We're human beings. We look at situations. We see people hurting. We see our, our people, uh, black people hurting. And, you know, you, you, your heart breaks, certainly, and you feel empathy and you're able to identify with those feelings it's it's really hard to to explain it all but um you know we're trying to navigate it day by day thank you matthew um quick break to tell you guys that xavier williams is now speaking in um the first webex room and next question here will be mike reese followed by trey dare hey matthew how are you today I'm well, Mike. How are you? Doing well. A couple beautiful days out there in the practice field. I thought the last two days, sort of Absolutely. reminder, reminder that football's coming. You know, it felt like football weather a little bit. Absolutely. I apologize if you've been asked this. Um, just what are, what have you learned about Cam Newton? You know, just from being his teammate since he got here, just really not too long ago. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Whenever you have a player. Um, like Cam, who's a high-profile player in the league, I think along with him, you know, travel expectations and 
unfair um, judgments that have been passed along the way, whether they're good or bad. But I've really enjoyed my time with Cam. Um, I think he's a very thoughtful person. I think he cares a great deal about football. And I think he's tried to really invest relationally in, in our locker room and in our young players. And that's been fun to watch. Uh, we have a great room there with the, with the four quarterbacks that we have. And, you know, Cam has been a joy to be around. He brings positive energy to work every day. Um, he loves his job. And he's just, you know, he's, he's just a fun guy to be around. And uh, I'm glad that we've gotten a chance to spend some time with him uh, as a teammate and really get to know him. Uh, you know, there's always going to be outside noise as to what type of person he is. But all we can do is judge people based off our experiences with them. And, uh, you know, I tell you, it's been a pleasant experience with Cam thus far. Next question, Trey Dare, followed by Mike Giardi. Hey Matt, thank you for um, for taking some time. I, it's a, a two questions. First, how different does it really feel this year? You know, I, I know there's urgency in every every training camp, any kind of preseason session, but without the benefit of games, maybe this this final week, what it normally feels like for that that final opponent and what follows after that. How has it really felt differently, and and maybe how have you created some of that urgency? You know, it is it's very different. Look, we've we've never been faced with these sort of circumstances. Uh, no one has. So. We're in uncharted waters here. Uh, I think the thing that we can control is our effort and our attitude each and every day. We have to come in with the right mindset and understand there's a lot of work to be done. But the reality is that all every team is in the same situation, the same boat, so to speak. Uh, we all didn't have a spring. We all are not having a chance to get out there and compete in the preseason games. But we have to, to work around it. There, there are no excuses. So I think our mentality has been to take advantage of the work that we're going to get in each practice session, try to improve, focus on fundamentals, technique, and do it with a high sense of urgency. And, and as well, you know, you look at the relational aspect and trying to come together as a team and create chemistry, that's something that we've had to focus on as well. So I think we're one day at a time, one meeting at a time, one practice at a time working with a sense of purpose and a renewed sense of passion for the game after having been away for a little while. And hopefully, you know, when, when our time comes to compete, we'll be ready to go. And to, to follow up on the, the first topic here and piggybacking off the, the movement we've seen in the NBA, given how powerful their platform is and, and was and that you guys are the most watched sport in this country, do you feel in the same circumstance with a, with a real game going on you likely would have sat out? Uh, you know, I can't speak hypothetically. I don't know. Uh, that's something that I would have had to pray about. And, um, you know, I, I want to do what's best for the whole. Uh, I've always said I believe in creating a sense of oneness. Um, and the only way I know how to do that is through the Lord. So I would have prayed about it. I really have a ton of respect for those guys in the NBA, making the decisions that they've made, leading in the way that they have, uh, that – They've been unashamed, unafraid. They've gone out there uh, for a cause that we all know is very important. Um, and that's just, again, I said, creating a sense of oneness and having all people feel like they're respected and loved and valued equally. So uh, my, I tip my hat to those guys. I don't know them, but uh, certainly look up to them and the way that they've gone about their business. And, you know, as far as what I would have done or what this team would have done, you know, I can't really speak to them. Next question, Mike Giardi, followed by Alex Barth. Good to see you, Matthew. I'm going to talk 
I'm going to talk loudly because it seems like people can't hear me when I do this. Um, I, w I wanted to know, obviously, with joint practices and preseason games, you get a, a lot of chances to tackle people. And it seems like in this camp, there hasn't been a lot of opportunity for that. How do you try to duplicate that as you get closer and closer to the games, of course, mattering for real? Right. Well, you know, we, we you mentioned it, the, the, the finish of the play, wrapping and bringing guys to the ground is something that we we haven't gotten a lot of work yet. I think we've worked to get ourselves in position uh, from a technical aspect to get ourselves in position to make those plays. But we're going to have to find a way to, to finish those plays. Uh, you know, that's the thing about the NFL. With limited numbers, it's tough to really go out and be tackling every day and bringing guys to the ground. Uh, you don't want to get guys banged up, especially in a, a, you know, a bit of a compressed preseason. So, uh, you know, I, I, we'll see how it goes. I'm sure there'll be some growing pains initially. As I say, we're trying to focus on our fundamentals, make sure we're in position to finish those plays. And then hopefully when we get in position, we make those plays. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know how to go early on. I, I would assume that there will be some, some, you know, game time, game speed adjustments that happen. And we'll just, uh, you know, work through it as we go. Next question, Alex Barth, followed by Mike Reese. Hey, Matthew, how you doing today? Great. How are you? I'm good. I'm just wondering what you've seen now in your second year working with Jake Bailey, if you've noticed any differences in his game from year one to year two. Yeah, you know, I, I think that Jake is, is really becoming a technical player. Um, he, he works so many different kicks. He's working on his placement so much. And I think he just has a better understanding of the game. Look, when you come into this league as a rookie, things are happening fast. You don't know what to expect. You don't know how you're going to perform. Uh, you don't know what to expect from your teammates. It's a big transition. So I think he's a lot more comfortable this year. Uh, he's got a lot of confidence. He's always had a lot of confidence, um, but he still remains humble at the same time. Uh, but look, he's he, his technical part of his game is really upped a ton. I think it's going to be big for us this year, but you know, we'll just take it one day at a time. Uh, we're all working to get better. Jake's no different than any of us. Um, we're fortunate to have a player like him, a part of our program, and we look forward to the uh, challenges that the season will present for us. Thank you. Next question, Mike Reese, and then our final question will be Dan Roach. Matthew, this is a little more of like a human interest question. And I, I you know, I noticed that your wife, Devin McCourty's wife, Adrian Phillips' wife. We have three doctors, and I don't know if that's ever come up in discussions. I know how close you and Devin are, so I'm, you know, but I was curious if, if that's come up in discussions and just sort of what are your thoughts on that? You know, we talk to you guys a lot as football players, but here your significant others are doing um, significant work, you know, and just sort of your thoughts on that. Well, look, I, I have so much respect for my wife and everything that she's done as a professional. Um, she's worked so hard over the course of her life to achieve so much. Uh, has her master's in public health, went to medical school at Dartmouth and Brown, and, you know, to go on to be an attending as a pathologist. That, that, that makes football seem pretty easy to me. And, uh, you know, I'm just thankful to have her in my corner and help me lead our family. I know that my wife and Michelle are really close. Uh, they have a great friendship. And those women, I think you really have to tip the hat to them for them to be able to accomplish what they've accomplished and still be, 
you know, raising families and supporting their husbands, uh, that's, that's a tough job. And I think so often we celebrate the players and what they do, but um, if you believe that marriage is what I believe it is, two becoming one, then I really appreciate my, my better half as she helps us lead our family. Um, and I know, I, I'm sure Adrian would say the same thing about his wife. Uh, I'm sure we'll get her connected with our wives as well. But you have so much respect for those women. And all and look, I, I say those women as they as they do their things professionally. But look, we have a lot of moms on this team. Uh, while while dads are at work playing with their friends, they're at home with their children, or they're pursuing their own careers. And you know, I have so much respect for those women, um, and they really provi provide provide uh, strength and support for their husbands, and allow us to do what we do without worrying about what's going on at how at the house. And that is, you can't put a value on that. So. Um, you know, shout out the wives, shout out my wife, Shahzad. I hope she sees this, even though I tell her not to read and look at what you guys report. So 